what is up what is good welcome back welcome back to dropping gems with ali i'm your host ali you guys i just recorded a half an hour episode and i was on fire bro i was literally going off like i don't even mm, all because i got a call bro these the devil is a liar for real because what he is trying to get in the way of me releasing this podcast i don't think so i don't freaking think so yo that last one would have been so good like holy moly i'm gonna jump right into it because this is too good to not jump right into it guys let me tell you i have a word for you guys okay have a word and it's really good and God, we're just capable and i'm so upset i'm trying not to dwell on it but it literally just happened so y'all are listening to like me and my reaction and i'm gonna try to simmer down and just jump right into it but i'm just telling you like that word was so good bro that was a 30 minute episode a 30 minute episode it might have been a little bit more but like i'm i know for a fact if y'all were listening to it it would have felt like five minutes dead ass because there was a lot of power in that basically what i was talking about is that i was on tiktok live earlier i listened to this lady who preaches on she's a mom she's a business owner she's a mind coach she does it all she's a boss woman um and she was on her live talking about how god put it in her heart to let go of unhealthy addictions right um she and her viewers are currently fasting um this week they've been fasting and she said that god put in her heart to let go of wine because she said that this past month i believe it was like october she has been really overwhelmed super stressed due to her business family it's just like for a young woman like her a 26 year old woman who really does it all like she runs everything herself like she's got to feed her kids her husband you know she got to do a lot of things she got to play a lot of roles and she's blessed though like that's a blessing she said that when um she kind of started to fall off was when she started giving into wine again in stressful situations she tend to like drink glasses of wine and like that seemed to just help her simmer down i'm trying to like summarize this story up because i literally just told it and that episode just got deleted but all right let me rewind so she was talking about that and keep in mind she had a gastric sleeve surgery for those of you that don't know what that is it's basically a surgery that i don't know 100 percent, but i just know that it shrinks your stomach and it helps individuals lose weight okay it's like a weight loss surgery type of thing so she got that done and the doctor told her what kind of diet she should continue to pursue during her healing journey and even after her healing journey because it's a pretty intense surgery and you want to maintain a healthy eating like healthy eating habits and just a healthy lifestyle overall right so apparently they told her to keep like a high protein diet and like 
just like keep it as healthy as possible clean right to maintain that weight off and also keep in mind your stomach is shrunk um but yeah that's a little bit of her end so she said she started back to like her feeling overwhelmed okay I'm gonna fast forward now um to her feeling overwhelmed and stressed because business life being a mom being a wife being da 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 like yeah 26 years old and juggling all of that like sometimes you just want to step back go into your closet go into your bedroom go into somewhere and grab a freaking pint of ice cream and eat it all that's all you want bro and for some reason that's just like heaven on earth right i mean at least that's what it feels like in the moment but that was what she was doing with her wine she would step back sit back and drink bottles of wine maybe not bottles but she would have large servings of wine to the point where it helped her forget about her her problems but she did not feel good after obviously um so yeah she like drinking wine and stuff and then she was doing that for a while and she started noticing like bro I'm not feeling good like spiritually like my mind like I feel like I can't even think straight I kind of feel like this is making it worse and I'm at a point where Jesus, I need your help. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I feel unhealthy, gross. Like, at this point, it's an addiction. And I got to turn to you and, you know, submit that to you and, like, repent and, like, da-da-da. So, yeah, she, she got a word from God saying that she, he told her, he asked her. He was like, why would you invest all that money that I gave you, that I blessed you with, to go get a surgery, and then now you're making decisions and you are wasting that money on things that you don't even need, unhealthy things. You don't need no wine bottle. Instead of using that money to buy yourself unhealthy foods and drinks why don't you invest in your health because when you do that you think clearer you feel clearer you feel lighter you look good you attract good and clearly what you're doing is not that it's not doing none of that if anything it's amplifying the negativity and it's not helping you at all so her name's Takasha. So, Takasha, what are you doing? And then that's when she decided to do a celery juice fast. I believe she'd been doing it all week with her viewers. Um, but having her share her testimony on... Uh, also, she hasn't drank any wine with the help of God and her beautiful community surrounding her who, you know, like they hold her accountable um but she was basically she shared that story and it just kind of put things into perspective on my end too um how I am basically in that phase where I have made that decision where I'm gonna be open and transparent with you guys it is so hard for me to let go of that 
feeling of whenever I'm feeling stressed, depressed, angry, sad, all those negative emotions, I tend to like go into my little cocoon and just cope by eating, eating comfort food, whether it's like chips or ice cream or like bread, um, you know, just things that are not good for you. And you don't feel good afterwards. Like, you don't feel good at all. And I definitely don't. And it's not something that I do every day. It's just, like, when I feel my worst, I naturally gravitate. It's like this other spirit is in me where, it like, that binge-eating spirit, like, it just, like, picks up, makes me get up and, like, naturally feels pulled to grab anything in sight, you know? And because I know that for real for real, like that's not me like that's not who I want to be that's the last thing I want to do and I really think that the devil is like really tempting and he just like it's hard you know and it's just a battle like I'm being real vulnerable with you guys because this can help somebody else but it's like a real battle you know so after watching her live I was like you know what I'm done like I'm done too everybody's on there commenting like what they're they're willing to let go like what they're just ready to just be done with like addictions and stuff and everybody was writing down there just being super open transparent and vulnerable and I loved it so much because I something about vulnerability and just being open and transparent like I just admire that about people and for me myself I consider myself a very open and vulnerable person in moments this admitting now is honestly I don't even know how I'm doing it, especially thinking about how I'm going to put it in public and whatever, but I just, this is how you know it's real, like when I'm really, my weakest moment, I'm willing to put out there and just commit and stick to myself and God and just be better so I can just finally release this release this disgusting addiction that's holding me back that I know that that's why I keep giving in because the enemy knows that if I keep giving in, that's what's going to hold me back from greater. That's going to hold me back from God's promise that he has for me by eating food that's not making me think straight, that's affecting our minds. Like, it really is that deep. Some people might hear me talking and be like, bro, it's not that deep. Yes, it is. It is that deep. It is for me. If it's not for you, then wake up respectfully, like, seek God and, like, he will heal you bro he will have you heal yourself and work with him y'all a team we're a team it's a relationship you know so as I was sharing this um this verse came into my mind like literally I believe the Holy Spirit just dropped in my mind and I want to share it with you guys because y'all don't necessarily have to be going through like having food problems y'all could have your own addictions y'all could have drinking addictions smoking addictions um gossiping addiction like your own toxic addictions you could have your own addictions and if you're just ready like if you if you're just ready to let that go and just like you know that that's like you're just tired of it like you're like bro I'm tired of this shit like I'm tired of smoking I'm tired of drinking I'm tired of being fake and gossiping like I'm like now I've reached a point where I'm doing it and I just feel like I can't stop you know and that's when you know you really got to do something about it and I and this is when this verse popped into my head because that's how I feel like I'm done I'm done I'm done I'm done and when I'm tempted instead of like 
feeling like all weak and shit. No, I'm going to open up my word of God and I'm going to pray about it. And I'm going to fight until that enemy leaves my freaking mind. And I don't feel tempted anymore to grab a bag of chips in my dark moments. Instead, I'm going to try my best to make healthier alternatives. Like, get out the house, go on a walk. Who knows, you may encounter somebody. Maybe God can place someone in your life to, like, you can gain a client. Or you could gain a blessing, a friend. You know, like, we never know. Because we're over here being comfortable listening to our negative, comforting thoughts that are saying like stay in your room and eat your damn food and i'm gonna I'm let you enjoy this temporary 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 fulfillment for now while everything else is happening while time is passing while god is not getting his way because you're listening to the enemy and you're being comforted in that temporary moment until that passes you waste the time you could have been out of that situation if you chose better a healthier choice like instead of binging once I acknowledge this because we definitely acknowledge it we definitely have that power to like stop and like put that shit down stop smoking like stop eating stop whatever like we have that we are not that completely numb you know um in the moment but it's like once you really acknowledge it once you really hear like that little voice like guilt come in that's when you know you're like okay I gotta put this shit down and like go do something better right so this is let me read the verse I'm sorry I keep sidetracking a little bit so it's Ephesians 3:20. okay as we reach out to others with God's prevailing word we sometimes encounter challenges that seem overwhelming we may wonder whether we bring the same kind of deliverance to these situations that Jesus Christ was able to bring to those he encountered. At times like these, we must go to the words, to God's word to get the strength and encouragement we need. This is why I'm saying, guys, like whenever we feel tempted, whenever we know like we're about to do something we really don't want to or like that doesn't feel right and you just like want to do it so bad, but you know you shouldn't be doing it, we got to get right with God we got it this is moments like these is where we must go to God's word it says right here to get the strength and encouragement we need it's a tremendous if Ephesians 320 is a tremendous go-to verse in these situations here we have I'm gonna read it out loud to you guys verse now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we may ask or think according to the power that works in us. This verse explodes with power and abundance. But how do we tap into this power? How do we unlock, unleash, and upload this power to a greater degree in our lives and in helping others? Let's focus on Ephesians 3.20 to engrave two great realities into our thinking. One, God can do. And two, we can do. So here we got, this is why I always talk about, like, the importance of having a relationship with God. When you think of a relationship with anybody, a relationship in general, friendship, whatever, it's like 50-50. You got to meet each other 50-50. One person got to do 50, the other got to do 50. Same thing with God here. God can do, and then 50%, other two, we can do. God can do, and we can do. Strengthened with these truths, we can put our believing into into action as we see it big. Dare to do and walk valiantly for God. 
Like the believers in the first century, we can believe and utilize the superlative power of that God has freely given to us. His word prevail has given us to see his word prevail. I'm sorry. Changing people's lives for the better in our day and time. First, let's focus on God can do. Okay? Let's focus on that. God can do. He is the, the source of our power. Ephesians 3.20 Now unto God that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. The first part of Ephesians 3.20 describes God's unlimited ability to supply. God's unlimited ability to supply all the power we need in order to manifest a superior spiritual quality of life. First, it mentions God that is able to do. The Greek word translated to do means to make form or produce something tangible. The Greek word translated that is able means to have power. It is also translated can in the Bible. I like to think of it as saying God can do. To those of us with military backgrounds, can do communicates that nothing is too hard no matter how big or tough the mission is. Our God is a can-do God. Write that down if you have to. My God is a can-do God. How able is God? What can he do? Well, the word tells us that with God, nothing shall be impossible. That's Luke 137. Things that are impossible with men are possible with God. Y'all, I'm telling you, bro, this is... So whenever we feel like this temptation is like impossible for us not to give in, oh baby, it's possible. When you bring God into this, when you give it all to him, be like, God, I need your help with this. I need you. It's saying right here, things that are impossible with us, with men, are possible with God. Anything that God has promised, he is able to perform. And he has given us hundreds of promises in his word to claim. Ephesians 3.20 goes on to express the magnitude of God's can-do ability as exceeding abundantly above all that we may ask or think. Not just above, not just exceeding above. God can do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. When we ask and think according to what he has promised in his word, this exceeding abundantly above can do ability was demonstrated in Genesis first when God created the heavens and the earth. Do you know how big the universe is? No one knows for sure, but to give you an idea of the vastness of the vastness, astronomers have calculated that this galaxy named Ad Andromeda Galaxy is a 2.4 to 3 million light years is 2.4 to 3 million light years from the earth a light year is almost 6 trillion miles if it is 3 million light years away from us then that galaxy is about 18 quintillion miles from the earth that's the number 18 with 18 zeros after it the distance alone almost exceeds comprehension yet the galaxy is considered a local galaxy only a fraction of the distance astronomers have observed 
into the universe. The size of the universe God created is greater than we can comprehend. It's astronomical. Within the universe, astronomers estimate there are billions of galaxies, which many many of which contain several hundred billion stars. This demonstrates that demonstration that I just read right now, that demonstrates God's power in creating the heavens and the earth. It shows us his ability to it shows us his can-do ability of exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think. Therefore, that power that he is able to supply to us is capable to of accomplishing astronomically astronomically above anything we could ever want or need according to his word y'all i was really like trying to get that word through because i couldn't even talk straight that was a struggle but that just goes to show that's a demonstration of god's power in creating the heavens and the earth and his ability to and his can-do ability in exceeding abundantly all we can ask or think, okay? Ooh, I gotta slow down. Ephesians 1 also describes God's can-do ability. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, Ward, who believe according to the working of his mighty power? God wants us to clearly perceive the exceeding magnitude and excellence of the power he can exert for those of us who believe. He demonstrated this power when he raised Jesus Christ from the dead and placed him in a position of excellence far above any other power. This tells us that there is no other power more excellent than God's and no authority on earth greater than the authority God has given us in the name of Jesus Christ. So I wanted to go into depth um, about that verse and like really put things into perspective for you guys. It's possible. Whatever you think is impossible, whatever you think you can't give up, whatever you think you just really are like, bro, there's no way. There is no way I can overcome this. There's no way I can I can do this. There's no way. Like there's no way. Like that's just how sucked into that addiction you are, just like sucked into that negativity. There is a way. And that way is God. Turn to God. Talk to him. Write to him. If you already have a relationship with him, turn to him, give it to him, and meet him halfway there. He will do the rest. All right. So I really wish that I was able to publish publish my previous episode. I just really feel like somebody had to hear this and I'm going to get it out, even though this wasn't the original first recorded version that I recorded I think as long as I'm doing what God told me to do he told me to get this verse out this word out and if you needed to hear it thank you thank you for being here thank you for listening and I'm telling you it's possible you're possible you can do it you can get through this you can overcome this that's not who you are you know like that addiction isn't you that toxic habit isn't you like that's just 
getting in the way of your greater purpose. And now it's just time for you to be vulnerable and open and transparent with God and give it to him. Because if you don't give it to him, it's holding you back from what his, his promise for you. You could be, bro, like I'm telling you, as soon as you give him your struggle and you start working with him on a daily to overcome that struggle, God will make things seem like things will happen overnight or something happen overnight and you're going to be so grateful you're going to be you're going to thank him that you're just going to be so grateful and give him all glory honestly and I'm I'm here with you guys because from now on y'all like I know it's going to be so tough but I'm done I'm done eating processed foods bro like I'm committing to eating whole natural foods I'm tired of the enemy telling me like that it's impossible for me to let go of it no like it's totally possible and god's gonna freaking help me god is freaking helping me and i'm gonna do it i'm gonna overcome it we're all gonna overcome whatever it is whatever this whatever it is that this episode made you think of that you're ready to overcome it's gonna happen it's gonna freaking happen okay because it's possible so yeah i just wanted to get that out there thank you guys so much for tuning in i'm so upset that freaking episode got deleted but devil is a liar and this one's going out there thank you guys so much for tuning in and let me know if you listened to today's episode like hit me up on the instagram dropping gems with ali um also follow my other instagram which is fitness fitness instagram it's um ali's ambition subscribe to my youtube channel guys i'm gonna be posting a vlog real soon so stay tuned my youtube channel is ali's ambition and of course leave a review here if you guys are enjoying these episodes because i don't know what it is but i feel different about these next these recent episodes i've been releasing and i've been loving it i think it's been real i think it's been dope and i think that god is working through this podcast i believe that so thank you guys so much for tuning in i love you guys so much and keep freaking going don't give up you got this shit i love you so much all right bye what is good what is bad i mean what is good what is up welcome back welcome back to my podcast um this is a dropping gems with ali i'm your host ali and you know the vibes you know the vibes all love all right all real raw here is what we are happy saturday my beautiful people um hope y'all doing amazing balls guys today we are talking about how to guard your heart in a relationship okay and lately i've been reading like articles and stuff so that's what i'm doing i'm doing that from now on from now on And then I will be pausing and putting in my inputs. And if I disagree with something in the article, then so be it. If you agree, then so be it. And let's just agree to disagree. Okay. All right, let me chill. No, but actually, um, 
I've been feeling called to talk about relationships, but like honestly, I'm healing, okay? Everything y'all see about me on that I post on social media is literally just me documenting my freaking life because if I don't do that, I feel like I'm going crazy. And in a sense, it kind of brings peace to me like being able to have the freedom and the choice to put certain things out there and some y'all have your own opinions everybody has their own opinions and I could care less about y'all opinions but I do appreciate the support and the people who are following me following me in my journey my life journey my healing journey my ups and my downs baby because at the end of the day here we're progressing okay we're not perfect but we're progressing I'm not aiming for perfection I'm just aiming to be better and that's all that fucking counts because I know I'm a fucking wreck okay at least I'm brave enough to acknowledge it and take steps to work on it right so yeah let me not get too carried away like y'all know what I mean like we're evolving okay we're a work in progress so we're gonna talk about how to guard your heart in a relationship okay whether whether you're in a new relationship or in a mature marriage okay so according to this article it says guarding your heart whether you're in a new relationship or a mature marriage will not only protect your emotional health It'll help you build a strong, healthy bond with your partner. Okay. So, let's get started. Let's see. (laughs) Where do we want to start? Okay, so let's break it down. Three ways to guard your heart in a relationship. Why do we need to guard our hearts? Oh, I like this. They referred it. They ref- they went back to the Bible as reference. So, I like that. Why do we need to guard our hearts? Not just because Proverbs four twenty three says, above all else, guard your heart because everything you do flows from it. Our words, choices, and actions are controlled by what's in our hearts. Guarding our hearts will help us. One, make healthier decisions in life. Two, know what to do in unhealthy relationships, even when it's painful. Okay, I think I've been guarding my heart without like actually knowing then what the heck. And then three, we have avoid making impulse decisions that lead to bad or unhealthy relationships. Four, choose kind, loving, effective ways to communicate. And five, live in peace with others and ourselves. If you learn how to guard your heart in a relationship, your love will be strong and healthy. Guarding your heart doesn't mean hiding behind walls or withholding love from people, nor does it mean you need to be cold or distant. Okay, maybe let me backtrack. Maybe I'm in between. I don't know. It's not about giving the silent treatment when you're mad or not being vulnerable in new relationships. Y'all, I have that bad habit. I'm just going to be real with you guys. 
I have that bad habit of like giving the silent treatment even in person like you could be like let's say I just been really annoyed and bothered and I'm like bro like just something got something got on my nerves I'm gonna be quiet I'm gonna be like annoyed and bothered and I'm honestly that's why I choose to stay quiet because I'm just better off not saying anything or else I'm gonna get disrespectful I don't want to do that that's fucked up so um yeah um that's not the way to go though don't do that guys let's not do that so one know what it means to guard your heart guarding your heart means protecting yourself from negative influences toxic people and evil behavior it means shielding your mind and body from anything that isn't life giving or affirming when you guard your heart in daily life you choose not to listen to conversations that are critical or wrong you avoid sinking into bouts of complaining or criticizing And you don't allow depression, anger, bitterness, self-pity, or self-hatred to overwhelm you. When you guard your heart in a relationship, you take time to consider how your partner is affecting your mood, attitude, thoughts, and choices. You carefully consider his words and actions. And maybe you even run them by God before you go along with your partner. For example... For example, in the article, FYI, right now that you're listening, I'm reading off an article, so they're using this as an example. For example, my reader, Dee Dee, allowed her eager, loving heart to forge ahead into marriage plans with a man she'd only been dating for six months. She allowed her heart to rush forward without her head. Okay. I don't get it. Hold on, let me go back. For example, my reader Didi allowed her eager, loving heart to forge ahead into my. Um, she allowed her heart to rush forward without her head. Okay. So, moral of the story here is we have to know, be mindful of what guarding our heart is, and. We have to choose to do it in our, to, in our daily lives, not just in relationships, okay? It helps with avoiding, it's just like us being more mindful of avoiding like gossip and like depression and anger and bitterness, self-pity and self-hatred to overwhelm us. Um, I'm guilty as fuck though, like that's just how you know I have work to do. Like, I really have work to do. We all have work to do though always like nobody is ever done evolving and growing and learning like we're gonna do that until the day we die that's why i believe in like no right or wrongs but also like some things make sense and some things don't make sense you know all right number two discover what prevents you from guarding your heart okay yeah let's figure that out so We all have different reasons for not guarding our hearts in relationships, but the underlying root for everyone is fear. Being rejected, the fear of being rejected, unloved, or abandoned is incredibly painful. That's a fact, because that's fucked up. Like, it hurts you. I think so. 
I mean, I'm sure y'all don't like, I mean, whatever. Okay, to a certain extent. Like, when you're rejected, it's like some people either will, like, be hurt by it. Others will be like, it's all good. Like, it just clearly wasn't meant, you know? Um, okay, we were created to be alone and we don't want to be left out of the pack. We were meant to be in community, to have a partner to share our lives with, with. Sometimes we allow our relationships to override the healthiest part of ourselves. We choose to allow people's behavior and things, people behaviors and things into our lives and our hearts that we know are not good for us. We want to be accepted and loved, so we put the healthy choice of guarding our hearts below the unhealthy choice of going along with things we know are not right for us. Ooh, that's really good. That's good, that's good, that's good. But, like, sometimes... Okay, this is my response to that paragraph. Like, sometimes... Okay, because it said... It said that... We want to be accepted and loved, so we put the healthy choice of guarding our hearts below the unhealthy choice of going along with things we know aren't right for us. But sometimes we don't know when things are not right for us because, like, we haven't acknowledged it yet, so it's just kind of like something we have to learn, I feel like. Does that make sense? Because, like, I've been in situations, I've been in relationships where now, looking back at it, okay, like, clearly, he wasn't good for you. So, like, why was I with him? But then, when I think back at it now, and, like, I ask those questions, I now know why. Because there's, like, an under line root at the time as to why I was settling for this boy you know because I just wanted to feel seen and loved and at the time that boy was giving me that but like not actually I just felt like he was but he really wasn't he was just giving me like attention every now and then and I was like okay I fuck with it but like now obviously I know that that wasn't right for me so yeah sometimes my thing after reading that paragraph is like sometimes we don't know when we go along with things that are not right for us like sometimes we don't always know that so you can't point the finger at me okay article and maybe I'm being defensive right now and I'm sorry but Okay. Uh, number three, keep your eye on your heart. A practical way to guard your heart in your relationship is to stay alert. Remember that unhealthy habits in love can be a slippery slope. What seems like harmless behavior, example, your boyfriend teasing you about your weight or eating habits might have a bigger effect on your heart than you realize oh that's fucked up too like if someone were to tell me some shit about my weight mm, i would probably clap back because that hurt okay the psalmist the psalmist is keeping watch over his heart with a 
vigilance with all vigilance so he notices that his heart is feeling cast down and in turmoil writes Steve Fuller in How to Guard Your Heart but not only does this psalmist psalmist noticed what he is feeling he understands these feelings biblically biblically Steve is referring to Psalm 42:5. Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him. Another perspective is to set and maintain strong, healthy boundaries in your relationships. Okay, so that's really important for us to know. We have to know our boundaries and when you get into one set that up right away friendships relationships all that all relationships okay so here we have it gives us like tips on what we should do next it says to read battlefield of the mind Winning the Battle in Your Mind by Joyce Meyer. Oh my gosh, I love her. I watch her sometimes. She has like really good um, preacher moments. What the heck? My pillow just moved. Scary. Um, it says, your mind and your heart are directly connected. And if you don't know how to recognize when your thoughts are sabotaging you, you'll never learn how to guard your heart in a relationship. Holy crap. I've never related to a sentence more than ever than right now because I feel like I've had that problem a lot actually like repeat in my relationships like sometimes I'm like no this is what my heart's telling me but really it could be like my mind and I'm over here like I have to break up with you because my mind told me to break up with you and my mind told me that you know this so bye shit i'm i'm running away and like that's what i do so like what if i made a wrong decision guys what if i should not left that last relationship i don't regret it though so it's fine because if i didn't then i probably would have never been recording this and came to the conclusion that i can win the battle in my mind so now i have to read that book okay in this book, Joyce explains how to deal with negative thoughts such as worry, doubt, confusion, depression, anger, and feelings of condemnation. These are attacks on the mind that will stop you from guarding your heart. Holy crap, I'm so guilty of it. Like, I'm just being real as fuck, okay? Listen to that still, small voice. The best way to guard your heart in a relationship is to stop and listen. Be still. Hear what God is telling you to do, where he is leading you, and when to move forward or stay put. His Holy Spirit is guiding you, but you have to stop and take the time to hear him. Be quiet and know that he is God. May you guard your heart, move forward in peace and confidence, and trust God to direct your paths. When your heart speaks, take good notes. Oh my gosh, this was a really good article. Holy crap. 
like now I really have to learn how to guard my heart because guys well we're all gonna learn together but crap I lost it the article um this was a really good article and now I'm curious as to you guys like is this something that you guys have known and if so like what are some things that you do to guard your heart during your relationship what's something that has helped you along the way to get better at it and you know I don't know I'm just I'm just curious okay but relationships right now definitely not even trying to get into one because I can barely figure out my relationship with myself and I don't want to blame or point fingers on anybody but it's just it's it's rough out here okay it is rough out here but it is what it is whatever we'll get past it okay thank you guys so much for tuning in today's episode on how to guard your heart in a relationship okay and i really hope y'all are healing and not just jumping into relationships and just having sex and then leaving and then coming back and then doing it again and then leaving and then coming back like guys we need to break out of that shit if you're doing that know your fucking worth one you're too much of a boss ass bitch if you're listening to this you're meant for greater things okay so get out that toxic ass cycle and let's get let's all just break these toxic ass freaking habits and be better and be more mindful be more present within ourselves and let's just start giving all that energy to ourselves because who are these people who are not giving us genuine love who are they to be sucking the life out of us literally like no no you can't suck on this okay so let me stay to myself and let me continue to progress okay let's just that's just a little food for thought at the end of the day let's all be kind to each other and forgive people and love each other and yeah i love you guys so much thank you for tuning in don't forget to leave a review Leave a review. That would mean so much. Share it on your Instagram. Follow Dropping Gems with Allie on Instagram. And, you know, interact. Let's all interact and become a dope community. If anybody is interested in collaborating on my podcast, send me a DM and let's make it happen. Okay? Okay. God bless you. Have a good night.